the Pete Carroll Show. The first word from the Seahawks head coach every Monday at 9.30 with Mike Salk. Brought to you by Pizza Hut on 710 ESPN Seattle. Well, here it is, Pete Carroll Show. Unfortunately, Coach, second time in a row we're doing this after a loss. We haven't had to do that too many times over the years, especially two straight. So it's been a credit to what this organization's been about and the ability to bounce back. But what happened yesterday? Yeah, frustration, man. We we uh, uh, had a we, we went up against a team that had been doing well quietly. Nobody realized that they had been putting up thirty points a game and, and doing their thing, and and uh, it had looked really good on offense. And and we didn't change that. You know, we weren't able to get them off track. And and uh, it was going to take a day a day of third downs uh, where we kicked butt and we didn't. And the second half became you know it seemed like the second half was really hard to take. Like they were just killing us. But they scored. They got three field goals, you know, in the second half. And and uh, but it was the drives that kept our offense from being on the field. There was an eight minute, a five minute, a seven minute drive in there that just kept our our offense from from having the chances to get back out there. And we needed to stay when we got out. So it didn't work out right. And 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 uh, they have a big day. And and uh, so it's, it's really frustrating for our guys. Our expectations are very high. And so uh, you know we're, we we got to get through this and get going and and get rolling. I heard- fortunately, Mike. Fortunately. It don't matter how you start, you know, it's how you get going, how you finish. And so we have to, we got to turn this thing. Yeah. You mentioned the third down. So were you referring more to your offense? Your offense was three of eight. Defense was, gave up nine of 14. No, it was the defense. Yeah. On both sides. It's the same. In the second half, the two five play drives, you know, we need to convert on third down and we didn't, you know, and, and. So that that's it goes both ways, but it, it so often that is the case of how the game goes, you know, and and uh, over this over the years, and yesterday, you know, nine of fourteen is way too much, and they 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 function and we didn't. So what is what is the philosophy on third downs? What how does how does the game change once you get into those third down situations defensively? Well, it, it's it's all situational, you know. It, it depends on what we're, what the D and D is there and, and how you play it. But we're trying to be aggressive. We want to we want to put the attack on them. It didn't feel like that yesterday, you know. And and uh, we want to make them have to function under duress. They, you know, there's a couple of illustrations where uh, Kirk Cousins makes plays on us, you know, when we're roaring at him and and he made a couple throws. But there wasn't enough of those, and we needed to keep the pressure on them. And, and it primarily comes down to making it hard on the quarterback. That's what you got to make it hard on the QB so he can't function as well and, and, and keep him from you know hitting a bunch of them. So how do you do that? I mean, it can be through pressure. It can be through yep, coverage. I mean, yes. when you point at the issues on third down, where does your mind go? Well, First, it, it's it's first goes to pressuring the quarterback, you know, and making sure that he's he's under duress, uh, that to make it hard for him to function. So you can do that a number of ways, but you know, the obvious way you think, oh, just blitz the guy. Well, we did a couple times. We had guys free, and he he functioned really well in that situation and got the ball out and was fortunate on a couple throws. But he did a great job, and so then you got to go to mixing your coverage and you rushed it, and hopefully that you know that creates the problem and it, it, we we just didn't cause enough problem for him yesterday and he like he's been hitting like crazy and he did it again you know and so he you're gonna see if he can keep going he is off to a, an incredible start for, and, and uh, uh you know more power to him it, it, it sucks that, that we weren't able to do something about it can you help me understand the the role of linebackers in the passing game i, I think it's easy for for me or for a fan to see a completion and say oh, it's on the cornerback it's on the secondary because we associate them with what they need to do in pass coverage 
What is the role of your linebackers in your pass coverage? Yeah, it's a good, it's a really good question that's rarely talked about. You know about what is their their role. Uh, it it goes along with with the calls that you have, you know, that, that whether it's man to man or zone calls, and it's either it's either or, it's either man or zone or zone, and most teams primarily play zone and mix their man to mans in there because you get vulnerable in man to mans to a certain extent, and you give up big plays, guys get caught in one on ones, uh, so so uh, most of the emphasis is for linebackers to drop into their zones, depending on what kind of zone it is, and get the ball to get dumped off. Really, try to make the ball thrown underneath you. That's that's the the primary way you play zone defense. So you have to be in the right spots. So you force the the quarterback to have to take the check down, and then you try to minimize the check down. And that's that's the game you play. If you're minimizing the check down well enough, then you're okay in zones. If not, if they're making seven or eight yards a, a, snot, a, a snap, you know, checking the ball down, then you have to mix, and then you try to cover more aggressively in man in man coverage. So there's guys on guys, so the check down isn't as available. And that's the game we've played the last couple. Of weeks and we've been back and forth with it and so the linebackers always have a lot of responsibility the corners are, are playing depending on three deep zones and two deep zones if they're in three deep then they've got the outside areas that down the field and if it's two deep zone then they get to play in the flat and they get to play more aggressively and uh, that puts the burden somewhere else so it all fits together and, and you have to function it's uh, you know and all of that gets amplified to the good when you rush the passer really well, you know, because it just makes the ball come out faster. Zones get extended when the quarterback holds the ball and the spaces get larger and, and harder to defend. It, it, it's confusing, certainly for me or for most fans, I think, to try to understand all that. It also sounds like there may be some confusion on the field for some of the players. We heard two different players after the game mention some questions they had about either understanding the scheme or what the scheme was. Do you know what they're referring to? Uh, first off, they're referring to the frustration that they feel. Yeah, you know, and we all feel. And uh, um, yeah, I would think that if when when there's criticism and and you're playing zone and and they're, you know, they're they're going to try to understand how you know we're playing deep deep zone concepts with the thir- third uh, corners and and if the ball gets thrown underneath, it looks like they're not playing aggressively enough. Well, that has to do with under coverage and a lot of stuff. And that I think that's. That's the question. We were trying to stay on top of these guys, not let them get any big plays, and which we did that part of it for the most part. And it gets frustrating when they continue to get some. And so, uh, and I think that's all. That's all it is. We're no different than we've ever been conceptually, and 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 all that. And and I do want to say this too. We we really missed Andre uh, Curtis not being there. Um, he's you know he, he's he's their guy and he's that's your secondary coach. For those who yes. don't know the name, he's the secondary coach, and I'm he was sorry, out yeah. on a, a personal. Uh, he, you know, he had a he had an illness thing that he had to take care of. He wasn't able to travel, and so we missed him on the trip. And he's the guy that settles everything down and keeps everybody on track. And and you know, he lives and dies with these guys. And and he wasn't there, and it was obvious. And no matter how much background I've got or how much background uh, uh, Deshaun Shedd has, we we weren't the right voice in, at that time, and we didn't do a good enough job. And as it got to be a difficult challenge for the guys i wish i could have helped them more to keep them settled and clear on what was going on so we'll, we'll take care of that that's not an ongoing issue and and but uh, it was unfortunate in, in, in this game how do you assess the play of the guys in the corner i heard you say after the game that uh that sydney jones is getting closer could we possibly see him this week yeah the the, the issue is just getting these guys adapted you know and, and, and trying to gauge from the 
the snaps they get in practice, you know, how game ready are they for all the things that happen. And we're just, just trying to postpone that so that they can be caught up so that mistakes don't happen, that they're, that they have not been able to, you know, to iron out and all that, uh, you know, through the reps and all. So, um, he, he's done a nice job in practice and he's looked good and he's a, he's a nice football player. And, um, I would love for him to get a chance to play some. So we'll, we'll you'll see what happens this week. Uh, to the other, I just I guess the last question there in the defense. Then is there the possibility of outside help? Um, we've heard some names pop up through the news. Whether it's Geno Atkins, Richard Sherman's name has popped up. Would either of them be a possibility at this time? Mike, we're always working it. You know, we're, John never is is quiet on on stuff. So he's got he's got conversations with people all, really all around the league uh, for opportunities. And it's it you know it takes two to to tango and stuff. And with if you're talking about players on other teams, and and we're always look, we're looking at everybody. We always are, and so that is ongoing. Uh, to the offensive side of the ball, there was a lot of talk in town. I think last week about DK Metcalf and kind of playing right on the edge. I saw him score a touchdown yesterday. I didn't even think he celebrated. He just kind of as if flatline. No, like what did? Where did that come from? And what did you think of the change in DK? I, I thought that he made a conscious decision during the game last week um, at halftime. He, he he came up to me and said, "I'm I'm, I'm done," you know, with with uh, you know, whatever. And and he looked at me and I looked at him. I knew exactly what he and I, he was poised and composed about it. And he has just decided that he's not going to try to see what else he can get done in the game other than play really good football. And and uh, he focused great during the week. He had an excellent week and had an excellent game. And and uh, um, I, I think that's what you saw. You, you saw him. He he made a conscious decision to turn the focus and and not be distracted by stuff. And and he did it. I think you like him a lot. Just listening to you and the way you tell that story, I think you get a lot of respect for DK Metcalf. I, I really do. I really have a lot of respect for for him. Uh, he's uh, he's an extraordinary person, and I, I always I always kind of I, I bristle a little bit when everybody talks about what the great athlete he is and, and the specimen and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, well, he's a, he's an extraordinary person, and and uh, we'll see over the course of time. He'll show you you know who he is and what he's all about as he navigates this early part of his career. You know, he's he's figuring out how it works and how it fits together and and who he is as a young young professional athlete and all that. And uh, it's it's a process, you know, and so. Um, it, and it's a growing process, and, and uh, he, he's doing an excellent job. And of he, he has so much potential in so many areas that he has to figure out how to manage it all, and that's what he's doing. And and uh, he, he certainly is a, a heck of a football player. He seems like a really interesting dude. In I say all that, then I say he's a heck of a football player. He's a heck of a person, and he's a really, really good right. football player, too, is what I meant. Well, he also, though, you know, it's interesting that that position, there's a long line of people that have that have – uh, changed over the course of their career as they've gotten better and better at playing that specific position, these uncoverable wide receivers. And, it, you know, I, I don't know where it all comes from, but I would think that that's something that, you know, you, you almost have to to work through with him along the way because of some of the previous examples of other human beings and where they've gone. I think that's precisely what we're talking about, you know, and, and there's so many images and, and examples of, for guys um, you know, there's there's been a lot of flamboyant players that have played that position for whatever reason. It's just always been that way. And, and uh, you know, he, he's going to be a, a, an extraordinary person it, it, through this this process of his career and showing you that, I think. And, and uh, he's on his way. How did Russ play this week? I thought he played really solid, really good football, and uh, did a nice job with this. Really, I mean, that was a great stadium. They they did a fantastic job. They were really choreographed and orchestrated. It was loud from from the get go, and and I was really impressed. Right you know right off the bat, the first three four drives, we went right up and down the field, and and everybody functioned. And that's Russ right in the middle of all of that. 
Uh, I thought they he handled it really well. Unfortunately, we didn't see it continue. We didn't quite, you know, get get the momentum like we had early. But uh, um, I thought he did a really good job. So, so what's happened there? First of all, I agree. The state it looked great on TV. The drum and the horn and all of it. It just a rabid yeah. fan base. It it did yeah. look great. Yeah, uh, I'd imagine your guy Bud Grant would have been happy to have seen all of that, right? Well, he he knows. Yeah, he was up to the lake. <laughs> What um what has been the problem with sustaining some of the offensive success? We've seen a ton of it early in games, and then it it you know they shut out in the second half. I know they didn't have that many possessions, but what has changed, and how have teams been able to to minimize some of that success in the second half? Really, really, it's just unfortunate. Uh, you know, we had five plays, one drive, five plays, the next drive, and we get the ball back with four four. Po- Four minutes and three thirty seconds left. Mm-hmm. That's it, you know, in the game, and and so uh, it just amplifies the the execution. It has to be there to get the drive rolling, and we didn't get it done. And then the, then the, the ball goes back to the to the other team, and they're holding it. And so it's it's happened both games that way in really frustrating fashion for us, you know, because each play is so crucial. Each, you know, we, we throw a screen and we don't connect on it. We, we try another one or another drive, a different, totally different play, and, and it didn't connect on those. You know, each play you're going, God, why do we, you know, you're pulling your hair out. Why should, you know, why did we go here and there, you know, and that's just how it happens when, you, when you're frustrated about it. Um, it. There was nothing, they didn't do anything different. You know, we didn't function as well, and we we need to get off the field on the other side, you know what I'm saying? So, um, you know, that's just how it went, and it was, it's, it's, it looked similar, and it's frustrating in the same fashion again, so that makes it even doubly hard. Do you have a sense yet of what kind of a team this this is and will be, or even necessarily what you want it to be? In, in some regards, Mike, I really deeply understand it. And, but but in terms of, of us taking it to game day and being comfortable and showing it and, 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 and making it really obvious to the rest of the world, that's still there for us to do. And uh, um, there's so much improvement out there for us there's this is such a long season there's so much time and, and it seems so frustrating like to, to to feel other teams doing well and we're not we're not as well as off as we should be right now um but it, there's there's all kinds of opportunities in time and we're going to work at it and get better and we can't help but get better there's there's too much character there's too much leadership there's too much spirit about this team we played hard all the way through the end of the the end sequence of the game we're knocking the heck out of out of them to try to get the ball back um their heart is in it, and, and uh, so we, we'll, we will turn this. So, so to come uh, good, that sounds great. But the fir- the first part of that answer is the part that you do understand, the part that that explains what this team, what the identity essentially should be. What do you want the identity of this team? Yeah, to we be? want we want to play really tough defense. We want to do our thing on special teams like we're doing, and we want to we want to have a, a, an attack that we can go wherever we need to go to, to to make it happen. And we have all of that available to us. And and uh, uh, there's a few areas, and really it go, it's going to come on back down. I'll go to this, folks. We have got to play better on third down on both sides of the ball. One, so that we can get it back to the offense, and two, so that we can keep it. And when we're doing that, then then you know you'll see us roll. And and uh, we have a lot of firepower on offense with it. We can't wait to unveil uh, where it's consistent. You can see it rolling. And we've got a lot of playmaking on defense. We've got to get it rolling. Got to get cleaned up uh, so that it shows. And and uh, like it's an early part of the season, it hasn't gone as well as we want. And uh, we just got we got to keep battling to turn it. So how how does that uh, affect a difficult decision? You have fourth and seven from, I think it was your own 43, just under 12 minutes left in the game. You're down 10. You decide to punt. 
in that spot. How does the identity and the third downs and all of that play into that decision for you? Well, if if you don't make that, the game is pretty much you just gave them the game, and so uh, we have we have confidence that we'll be able to we can we can handle our situations and get ourselves through that and get the opportunities to get the ball back and do it. Uh, if you give them the ball right there and you don't make fourth and seven, is not easy. Now that the percentages are not in your favor at all. Fourth and one and two, it's a different deal. Fourth and seven is is that's a that's a difficult situation to make. If you don't make it, then you're handing them the ball at midfield and it's their game, you know, and, and clock is on their side, all that stuff. So, you know, that's that's just the way we do it. As uh, you mentioned the playmakers on defense and that you have a lot of them, um, what what can you do, whether it's scheme-wise or whatever, to, to help some of those playmakers make big plays? Well, we're, we're working at it, and... Uh, um, there are things that we do, and, and we just got to make sure that when the opportunity is there, we come through and make the plays. That's one. And then, two, we, we've got to get get our guys loose. We've got we to cut them loose and make sure that they, like you're saying, will continue to work to free up guys. And, uh, um, you know, like when you saw Cody coming through on a blitz, you know, and he's in in the quarterback's mug, and you saw uh, um, Jordan Brooks ripping through, and, and, you know, those are the kinds of opportunities that we have, and, and it has to work together, you know, with the coverage sometimes so that the guy can get that next step to make the play. Uh, those are the things we got to tweak to get, make sure that we get that we max out our opportunities. Well, and I guess I'd point to Jamal Adams especially because he is such a big play kind of a guy. I know he's had some tackles. We haven't seen those game-changing plays yet from him, the huge sack, the sack fumble, the interception, the turnovers that I know – you know, Matt Hausbeck was telling us last week. He was, Matt had a good story about you, by the way. He oh. was saying, on every team I've ever been around, the coach starts yelling, what kind of defense do we want to be? We want to be tough. We want to be physical. And he said, nope, not with Pete. All I heard is we want the ball back. Just get us the ball back. That's what the defense has to do. It was a good, uh, it was a good reminder that it's all about the ball. And so, you know, isn't that part of the, the allure of a Jamal Adams is his ability to get you the ball back? Yeah. Yeah, it is. It sure is. And, and you know, we've we've had three games now. We haven't turned the ball over uh, two of them. And one time so far, we have not gotten the football. And that basically comes from past, past disruption, you know, the re- disruption of the quarterback, uh, the plays that you hit the ball out of his hands or you force him to throw us the football. That has not happened for us. And uh, we have to continue to, to focus at it. And it's not just slugging the ball out when the guys, you know, when they're running the football. It's those plays that happen in, in the midst of the pass, rushing the passer that we got to create. Just like you saw uh, the great play that Daryl made yesterday, you know, the great rush he comes off the edge. We had some opportunities now. We were free a number of times, and we got to do it just right. Um, you know, we came off the edge on a, on a keeper that we got to make – right in that quarterback's mug and we chase the tailback you know and there's things we have to do better so that we don't miss our opportunities when they arise and the good teams minimize those ops for you this is a good offensive team and they 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 did a nice job yesterday does that happen in practice in film session i know you guys don't have as much practice time as you once did in the nfl so so where does some of that teaching take place it's 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 throughout it really is throughout it's in all phases of it the walkthroughs are huge you know, we, we can't beat on our guys, you know, all, all day long to, uh, at reps-wise. So the walkthrough period is really, I think our fans would be shocked at how often we spend time in, the, in that mode. That's the teaching mode. That's where you're really showing them the plays, the fits, and how things can happen and trying to get their minds right. And then as we go to practice, we, we speed up the tempo so that they can take that learning, you know, to the next level. And then, you gotta, then there's another level of it when you get to game time. And we try to, we try to manufacture as lifelike as we can uh, when we get our practice sessions. But, you know, it's, we have to maximize those. As a leader, 
how do you know when to stay the course and when to alter a plan? Um, I, I really think, Mike, those kinds of choices come from really good input from the people around you. And then, then eventually, though, it gets to a gut. You know, you got you got to call it. And uh, like I, I like a lot of information. You know, I like to be flooded with stuff and 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 trusting that you know if I get good information, I can make I'll, I'll make the right choice. You know, and and uh, and I and I trust that. You know, and I think you have to have an understanding with yourself that you're going to get to a point where you have to call it, and uh, and then when you call it, you go with it and you, and you make it work. And so um, I don't know if that makes sense, but it's really it gets eventually it gets to your gut, you, what you feel, and uh, and then you go. But uh, the information and the input is really crucial for my end. Well, I just think it's so interesting in your, you know, your history of of going back and and taking the time after New England to determine who you wanted to be and what you wanted your philosophies to be, uh, going to USC, starting to enact that, uh, but then also, you know, sticking to who you are and what you want to be while at the same time adapting to a game that is constantly evolving and all of the the, uh, new evolutions to use the same word, that they constantly change in this game. I would think that would be a huge challenge of when to stick to your guns and yeah. when to try something new. Yeah, I, I don't know that you could have set it up much more clearly than it is. It's it's a constant challenge. And it's a, uh, we're constantly in the mode of adapting. And if you're not, then you're getting left behind. And, and, you, and so that's... And then that goes to, you know, the input and the, the interaction and the observations and, and, and making the assessments and then going. And uh, that's, that's, that's what this job is all about, you know. It's always been multifaceted uh, in that there's so many different areas that you can factor in on and, and be called on to make decisions on. That when, you're not, when you haven't been a head coach and you don't know that, it, you, it, you're flooded with with choices and options and, and, and decisions to be made in, in so many areas. And it's, it's fascinating, you know, and it's what, it's a thriving, it's a thriving position to be in. A couple of injury updates. Let's just run through them here. Uh, Kerry Hyder had a concussion, if I'm not mistaken. Will we see him this week? I, I don't know that yet. Um, you know, that's all process and okay. protocol. D Eskridge. Uh, we're counting on him coming back. Yeah, we 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 got a great report over the, through the weekend, and we we think he's going to be able to work this week. So some of the guys, forward to that. Some of the guys that went out and came back in, uh, Chris Carson, okay. Yeah, yeah, he was cramping up a little bit. He was okay. And Lockett. Um, oh, I haven't. We didn't hear from Lock this morning. I think he's okay. Um, he was really, really relieved that something bad didn't happen, and and he took the time to make sure that he you know measured that well, and then came back and played. Oh. I think he's okay. I guess same with Brooks. Yeah, he cramped up really bad. Both both calves went, so he it took him a while to get juiced back, get get back in the game. You think we'll see Rashad Penny this week? Um, that's still questionable. Can't can't call that one yet. We don't know that yet. And then Shell, I guess, would be the last one. Same, same. His ankle is just how far has it come back? You know, um, uh, does he make it back? There's a couple other guys. You know, Jamarco. Yeah, okay, yeah, Jamarco. Jamarco yeah, got sick. He, he got sick. It, it in he was a little bit sick early, and then uh, at halftime he just he just his stomach just blew up on him a little bit so he couldn't go that's a good reason not to go i wouldn't yeah. go if that yeah. were the case i'd be i'd be tapping out for the safety of everybody around me so yeah. coach we appreciate it thanks for uh, thanks for answering all the questions huge week this week on the yeah. road against san francisco division rivalry the whole deal i assume you guys will be pretty up for this one yeah yeah we gotta be this will be uh this will be a championship feel from the get-go so it's a really important week for us to get right a little extra a little extra urgency in the early part of the year this year they're always, I don't know if it's extra urgency. It should always be extra urgency, really. So we'll, we'll, uh, we'll get after it. 
coach. Thanks. We appreciate it. We'll talk to you next week. Bye, Mike.